Y'all hear that? Well, if you hear that and you listening to it, you have made it to another wonderful episode of Moments with Mika. And Rick. And on this episode, we're going to be talking about black love. Because black love matters. I think that's black lives matter. But, you know, back into my mode. Black love. Because black love matters. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's February. It's Black History Month. And we have Valentine's Day coming up. So, what better way to end this week than talking about black love? It's a beautiful thing. Yes, since it falls in Black History Month, a man-made holiday. Why not? Even though... Love should be shown every single day, not just on February the 14th and whatever sweetest day is. Even though it's another way for them to get money out of our pockets and buy a whole bunch of heart stuff. Like, So, you sound so cynical right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know what's going on here. But, uh, okay. <laughs> we definitely gonna need to talk about this one then. But, uh, how was your week? My week was pretty good. I did a lot of self-reflecting because of this book that you got me reading. And this book got me looking at everybody sideways. It's a good book. It's a really dope book. It can be taken negatively and it can be taken positively. It's just how you choose to take it. I I took it, I think I took it the wrong way walking into the week. Mm -hmm. And then I had to go back and start over again and try to take it a different way. Because like... You really will be side-eyeing people like, man, why did you do that? So you went and got me a tea? What did you do that for? What you looking for? It really had you analyzing everything somebody could possibly be thinking. And the name of the book, by the way, everyone, is 48 Laws of Power. Um, definitely just got into this. I think I'm around Law 30 right now. Mm. So it's I'm a really deep book. 12. I recommend it for everybody. Yeah. Well, no, not everybody. Uh, you got to know your own uh, constitution before reading that book. Um, and I'm not talking about the constitution of the United States. If you figured that, then you probably shouldn't read the book also. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you got to know yourself. Um, because it is going to have you look at yourself too. Because you got to know why you make the moves you make. It may be a natural reaction. It may be natural movement. But... What can you seek to gain from it? And what are people seeking to gain from you? Mm-hmm. Well, read that book. It's a really dope book. It can help you grow in a lot of ways. Even though I got me looking at people sideways, I do see the importance of reading the book. I think it's a really good book. Um, we're going to put the link on our website, or at least put the title on our website so that you can check it out. Okay. But sit back, relax, listen to this conversation about love. And let us know if you agree. Yes, yes. So, let's get into this. Now, looking at the progression of relationships from, like, back in the day to now, to even come to the quote-unquote black love situation, like, back in slavery, like, black people were forbidden from getting married. So, they had to have secret ceremonies where, like, they jumped the broom, they recognize each other as husband and wife, but they couldn't really let anybody know. And this was still uh, torn apart by, you know, the auction blocks, uh, runaways, where people try to run away with their family after this happened. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's the different punishments. People, they kids were snatched away from them. It, it was just all around a undesirable situation. So, like, the leaps and bounds that we have made 
uh, in the capabilities of black people having uh, great relationships has been amazing. And I feel like that the whole black love movement right now is an outstanding thing. Like to see people be able to connect on that level and be able to endure the ups and the downs and to actually find that middle ground with each other is an awesome thing. It is. It is. It's, I mean, it's definitely hard to find, but it is. I will agree 100%. I don't have much to say on the topic only because I'm not the lovey-dovey type. Um, I'm not one. I used to say a lot that I really didn't want to get married. Um, and then also when it comes to love, I, that's, that's not my strong suit. That's not something that I really dwell on. So... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree. I just feel like, as a community in whole, that uh, we need to learn to love each other, and not just relationship-wise, but learn black love within itself. Learn to love yourself. True. Um, gain more uh, confidence in who you are. You don't have to change yourself because of things you see on social media Absolutely. or anything like that. It's self-black love that I more so like to focus on. Okay. You know, you can't love someone else unless you really love yourself within. That's very true. Yeah. Because it's very difficult to ask somebody to make you happy when you're not happy with you. Right. Like, what do they have to do? Get you a new you? Right. Yeah. <laughs> if you can order me a new me, make sure that her waist is really small. Make sure she don't go over a size seven. Thank you. Appreciate it. Give her Build some small feet. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean. But that that is key. Um, First, like, loving yourself. It, it opens up the door for someone else to love you. Because, like, you can tell them how to love you. Or how to tolerate you. Or how to even deal with you. Like, if you have any of that, then it's, it's going to be very difficult for someone else. So, I feel like, like you said, as far as the community goes and all that, that all comes from first loving yourself. Right. Because then you'll care more about your environment. You'll care more about uh, what's going on around you. Mm -hmm. uh, and that includes the community. Right. Because, like, if you care more about yourself, then you would care if these kids are littering in front of your house. You would teach, you would want to teach them and not just be the nasty person saying, don't throw this in front of my house. Right. But you throw stuff in front of your house all day. But right. it's my house. So you want me to treat you better than you treat you. Right. And that I think that's the biggest issue now. A lot of people expect other people to treat them better than they treat themselves. Yeah. If you don't hold yourself to a higher standard, how can you look for anybody else to treat you with higher standards? Exactly. If you don't know the worth in yourself, like if you think you're cold and you expect someone to think that you're a diamond, then you're mistaken. You need to Absolutely. first think that you're a diamond, you know, before you expect the next person to think that you're a diamond and treat you like a diamond. Or at least like a stone. Something. <laughs> like a crystal, whatever you got to do, but you need to think yourself to it. I mean, I feel like... Um, with everything that's going on, especially with the fashion world right now, with mm -hmm. Gucci, Prada, you know, all these fashion lines that missing, that black, you know, touch that needs to happen so that they don't release some of these things. Like that sweater that Gucci released with like the kind of the half black face, I didn't agree with it. But, you know, at the same right. time, we can't really get mad because overseas, the environment is way different. It is. It, than it ours. Is. It's way so. different. Yeah. So it's like they don't really see racism. On their on their end, they don't see it as racist. So well, some of the decisions that they make in fashion mm -hmm. definitely, um, because 
I don't I don't even believe blackface is as, as prevalent outside of the states. Like we have a, a history rooted in that mm-hmm. uh, to make it so negative. But like right now, if you look at the runway models in the supermodel industry, mm-hmm. like the South Africans are winning. They are. Granted, they are pushing a lot of makeup, but they're mm-hmm. winning. They are. Well, what we'll do is we'll take a break right after this. All right, so we are back. So, um, yeah, let's back into the black love thing. Um, like I was saying to you earlier, uh, I think this was actually off air, but um, back in the 90s, it seems like we were in a situation where like, love was a more prevalent thing. And I'm not just saying, like, love in a relationship. I mean, like, black love in general. Like, we had black love movement. We had the red, black, and green everywhere. You Everybody trying to get conscious. Everybody was trying to get what we would call now woke. Oh, yeah. Like, afros was coming. Well, people had the high top phase. It was a little ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But you had your African medallions. You had your unks everywhere. Like, it was popular to be black and love it mm-hmm. you had songs like say it loud i'm black and i'm proud like people were people were like bringing those things back because that came out way before the 90s but it was like those were that was the feeling and the vibe of the 90s and then we got to 2000s and i don't know what happened i want to say it was after 9-11 where not many people were worrying about black white or in between and then, like, it became a major increase in the drop of self-esteem. Like, people just stopped loving in general. Which is not a good thing. Hey, if that's what you choose to do with your time. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's horrible. Some people can put themselves more into their work than into anything else. So, it's like, you know, if you don't want to love no more, work harder. That's well, what some, you know, how people take it sometimes. Well, I'm pretty obsessive with my work. Like, I would go days without sleeping to work. But it's still nice to... I remember those high school days where you didn't have to worry about nothing. And you just sat on the phone all night and y'all talked about, like, what ifs. Y'all just played the what if game. No, I had to go to work. Uh, even in high school, I had a job at McDonald's. Even when I got out of school, I either had to go to the lawyer's office because I was a junior paralegal, or I had to go to McDonald's to work. So it ain't none of that kick it on the phone, chill. No, I go to work. <laughs> I got to get some money. <laughs> so, look, when you get married, Meek, we're going to walk down there, and we're just going to drop a dollar bill. <laughs> we're gonna, oh, no, no, it got to be a blue face. Mm-hmm. You only like blue people. Mm-hmm. So we're going <laughs> to drop a blue face down there, you know, unite you with your money. And I feel like that'll be a win. Hey, you know, some people are focused on that, on their money, and that's just what my thing is right now is getting that success, being able to help my family. Well, at this present moment, I, I totally feel you. Um, definitely about them coins right now. I always felt that I had to make the decision between family and or having me a family mm-hmm. and making money. I found out I don't have to make that decision anymore because I got my son on my way yep. on the way. So now I got my family. Let's mm-hmm. get this money. Um, so definitely with that, but I believe black love is still out there. It is. I look at the Currys, mm-hmm. I look at the Smiths, I look at uh, like Terry Crews and his wife. I can't even remember his wife's name, but like they have motivational speakers too. Yeah. Cool J, like definitely, like it's people out there who like winning at it. 
Mm-hmm. So, like, I do see that it is a good institution. Um, well, like, you look at Will and Jada. Jada said she was totally against marriage. Right. But they win together. Mm-hmm. They win together. So, I see that there is a possibility for greatness in black love. Yeah. I see the downfalls, too, because you can have, you know, your Bobby Whitney situation. Uh, where and still, They still love each other, so, I mean. Yeah, but sometimes love can be toxic. It can. It can be very toxic. So, y'all may not want to let each other go, but y'all be destroying each other's lives in the process. That's not a good thing either. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, finding that good balance, finding that good partner, and finding somebody that you can really rock with, build with, and like I said, in a definition, have that empire with. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to find whatever it is. <laughs> and, um... At the same time, even with the, uh, I guess, the loved ones or soulmates or whatever, find just people in your life, you know, that yeah. you can love and be there for, they can be there for you. Well, yeah, I mean, you don't necessarily have to be a relationship. Y'all don't yeah. have to be together. Like, sometimes the safest love is somebody that you ain't with because, right. like, it's different rules. They're not held to the same standards. Don't betray me. Don't stab me in the back. That's all you have to do. With those kind of people, that is an awesome situation. Because, like, all y'all gotta do is rock together. Y'all gotta like the same stuff and have fun together without being in a relationship. Without all of the messy stuff. Right. So. You're such a dark cloud about this subject. I don't really, it's just, it's so uncomfortable for me. It's so uncomfortable for me. You gave me the subject, too. I know I did, because it was a really good idea. It was a really good idea. And then when I thought about, like, oh, you're going to have to talk about this, I was like, uh, not the strong subject, but... Well, I'm glad you talked about it with me. Yeah. And then, you need to overcome this. Oh, yeah. You need to overcome this stress. Like, Mm. you're stressed right now. Yeah. Uncomfortable. Like, if it was a couple of degrees warmer in here, you'd be sweating. Probably so. And I think your nose is sweating now. It is. It is. It's like, is it getting hot in here? Is it me? All right. Well, we're going to wrap this up and jump right into our, <laughs> into our hot topic. So, this is the part of the show that I've been waiting for the hot topic. What? Yeah. That's a lot I got to talk about. So, this week has been a busy week for everyone. And when I say busy... It's just so much stuff popping off. It's crazy this week. Okay, yes. Like, no, so you call it what it is. It's crazy. Man, so let's go down the line. First things first. Twenty One Savage has been detained by ICE, saying that he is not here legally. So that has been crazy. That's been blowing up. And you know, a few artists took their platform to either uplift them or just to laugh with the other people that was, you know, making different memes and different videos of someone rapping with like an Australian accent or something like you know right and Demi Lovato made um a meme well she posted a meme on her Twitter and it was like I bet 21 Savage write his um raps like this and it's with a feather pen now she might have thought it was a joke but everyone else did not think it was a joke if you don't know who Demi Lovato is um, she's a singer. She's recently recovered um, recovered from doing drugs. Um, so she's had a rough, rough kind of background. and a lot So of people, she should know better. That's what it sounds like to me. She should, but at the same time, she was poking fun of, you know, joshing around because everyone else was joshing around. So she thought it was okay. Well, 
it did not end well for her because next thing you know, a lot of people were saying, well, we didn't laugh at you when you was using heroin. Heroin is a hell of a drug. It's not funny, though, because, like, one, when, because he has a criminal record. Mm -hmm. When those things were Mm -hmm. happening, they wasn't trying to push him back out of the country. And that's usually what they do when they have criminal, when you get a criminal record, Mm -hmm. you get charged for your crime, you do your time here, Mm -hmm. you go back to wherever you came from. They deport you. Right. So they wasn't pushing for it then. Mm -hmm. And I feel that it's funny that after that, that conscious song that he released Mm -hmm. with J. Cole, Mm -hmm. downhill, you gotta go. Yeah. You're not even from here. (laughs) While you were at the, while you were in the height of your career or your career is going up, it's time to get you out of here. The worst part about it is he got kids. He got family here. Yeah. They're not being deported. They're, they're American citizens. They were born here. Yeah, definitely. Well, it was a bad taste of joke on her side. And maybe she shouldn't did it, but people shouldn't be jumping down her throat, you know, talking about her past. Yeah, yeah well, it's just, I mean, two wrongs don't make it right at the same what time. What I'm saying is do not be telling nobody they kitchen dirty when yours look the same way. That is definitely true. Well, since we're talking about dirty kitchens, let's talk about Liam Neeson. So he <laughs> recently said, you know, talked about a time in his life that he is so ashamed of, but he said it during a huge interview for this movie that's releasing. And basically, um, it was a time in his life where someone in his life had got sexually assaulted um, by someone that was black. So for about a week, he used to um, walk around outside during the middle of the nights. Uh, with a weapon, looking for any black person to kill because he was just that angry. One, to kill? Yes. Then two, this, was, this wasn't like 20 years ago. Hmm. Right? This was recent, right? I don't know how recent. I guess they said a few years ago. A so, few years ago. So it, a few years ago, you could just jump on and be like, yeah, I was looking for like black people to kill. But like Kevin Hart made a joke. 10 years ago or made a statement 10 years ago mm-hmm. and it's off with his head mm-hmm. my no. thing is some things is better left unsaid I understand that you're ashamed of it and you thought that bringing it up would you know help somebody else but some things you cannot share with everyone okay everyone is not going to take it the way that you expect them to take it and I honestly don't want to see that movie anymore because of that comment. So, you know, maybe it may not affect his pockets as much, but I don't want to go see the movie now. I'm good. You think that's his goal with the comment? No, it wasn't his goal. It was just for him to tell something that he was so ashamed of and he said that he learned from. So, ah, uh, that's another thing to go with, you know, just this crazy week that we I had. I, I feel like there's something else to that because if that's something you learn from, You've been doing movies, he's been acting, he's been in a lot of fields long enough to know that's not something you bring out. And to know that's not going to go well for the release of this movie. Mm-mm. So, like, what is your motives? I feel like there's another motive there. I don't know, but you know what? It's time for another hot topic. So then, let me tell you <laughs> something else that happened. So, you know, with the whole 21 Savage thing that's going on, Chris Brown posted a video. He said, y'all need to stop playing with my mans. Now, he is trying to support, you know, people stop making fun of 21 Savage. Well, I guess Offset felt some type of way because of the video and called Chris Brown a lame publicly. So they have been going back and forth, talking about who won't smoke, who won't fade. I honestly don't know what a fade is, Rick. Like, I, when I hear, do you want to fade? I honestly don't it's, know. It's fighting. It's just a fight. It's just a fight. Okay, well then, do you want to just the fight? Like, just say a fight. Say a fight. It's fading. 
No, I I don't know. I think I'm out of touch because I you come straight across the side of the head on that one. Well, I don't know, but it's been a lot. It's been a lot going on. I'm actually looking for the tweets. Um, I, I need to see these. Oh, you gotta go on Instagram. Go on Instagram and you'll see them. Another thing that happened this week, y'all. I've been keeping up with everything. So you know the whole thing I was talking about with you know black togetherness and everything. Well, since we were speaking of black. Gucci just uh, released a sweater, um, and the sweater looks really weird. Like, it's it's a black sweater, and around the mouth part, is connected to the face and the neck, and half your face is covered by this sweater, but it has the red um, lips the, part. You're talking about the black face sweater? Yeah, the black face sweater. Like, right, that, that's totally disgusting, and I, I have my hopes set on those Bumblebee shoes. Uh, they have a Bumblebee line. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had my hopes set on that. I was going to rock with it. Not playing with it no more. Like, 100% not rocking with the Gucci. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think I'm going to be rocking with any of it. Honestly, I never really, I never purchased Gucci, Prada, or any of that stuff. So, Prada, actually, um, they're boycotting Prada now, too, with Gucci, Montclair. It's a lot of them now that they're boycotting because you can see a lot of the black faces, like, on one of the jackets. Completely filled with black faces. Yeah, I, I don't know. That, and I'm, that's, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know if it's a new movement that they're trying to start or something. But honestly, we're taking it as disrespect, only I, because of the culture behind it. When you go back and you study what exactly it is, it's making fun of us. Right. Like, how can you not understand that? But I wanted y'all to hear all those hot topics. Make sure you check out everything because it's everywhere. We need true. to talk about it and. You know, we need to face these situations, period. Well, I feel like that one is just like the Tommy Hilfiger thing mm-hmm. uh, when he said blatantly he didn't want black people to wear it. Um, they see that didn't go over well because you cannot think that this is okay right behind the H&M situation. Mm-hmm. So I believe they just they made that move to say, I don't want you wearing it. It's like, not made for Gucci us. is becoming really popular on the rap scene and all that. And... Mm-hmm. Maybe that's not what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Maybe they want only the high fashion scene. Well, how do you get people okay, to stop? Okay, so what is Prada's excuse? What is Montclair's excuse? My thing, all hey. of them, but I've been saying this. I've been saying, like, you know, the reason why I want to come out with my clothing line, because I want you to feel, you know, I want you to feel that the person that made this clothes, you know, in love all people. Right. You know, you want to know that whoever making this don't hate you, you know, or don't miss you. Wish any bad Absolutely. ill against you. And then you also want to... Make sure your music, your, your clothes kind of speak to who you are. Absolutely. So. Well, we know who they speaking to now or what they think. So, uh, X them off of the list. Well, make sure you buy my clothes. I love all of you so much. <laughs> <laughs> but that was the hot topic and we'll be right back. Mm-hmm. All right. So, we're wrapping up the show. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the show today. Uh, today's show was uh, really out of my element. Uh, it was a really uncomfortable show for me we today. See. Yeah, so I couldn't really comment as much as because I'm not really comfortable. I'm not comfortable with love. I'm not comfortable with talking about it. It just makes me feel very uncomfortable. Like at this moment, with just saying it, it makes me feel uncomfortable. And that's something that I'm still growing with, and I'm still learning and trying to understand and communicate. Um, but yeah, today's show was definitely hard for me. Well, I'm happy that you sh- you were able to uh, face the the hardness of the situation with us. 
and that you pushed a little bit forward, even having a conversation uh, with you being so uncomfortable was great improvement. So, you know, big up for that, Meek. You know, air fives and all of that good stuff. Not gonna give you a warm hug yet. Don't look like you in a. Uh, <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't look like uh-huh. you in a personal space type of mood. But no, really, uh, definitely was great that you did attempt to engage in the conversation and have the conversation. And maybe sometime next year we'll be having the conversation even better, and you'll be able to engage even more. Yeah, um, that's the the whole purpose of it. Is you know, I'm trying to come out of my element, come out of my bubble and keep doing things that make me feel uncomfortable so I can keep learning. And that's what this is all about, growing and learning. So, I mean, I'm excited for what is to come next. I'm not going to say I am anti-love or anything like that because that's not what I am. I'm just very uncomfortable with it and I have to, um, I just have to learn and everything, everything that comes with love I need to learn about because I'm just not the touchy person and I am not one to show lots of emotion. Um, about the only emotion that you could get from me, uh, <laughs> you you might get the happy side, and then you might get anger. So, but uh, I, I'm like I'm saying, I'm growing. I'm not perfect. Uh, I never declared to be perfect, but I just want to show that you know I am human, just like the next person. Um, and I know I'm not the only person. Mm, it's just a learning thing. Whenever once I get over this, I'll be able to let you guys know what it took to get over it. But just know that today right. is the first hump, and it was hard, but <laughs> I made it through it. Well, we believe in you, mate. You're gonna get there, and I sure ain't gonna be around to push you, cause uh, it look like that anger might come out <laughs> somewhere along the road. So, to that lucky fellow who uh, gets you off that bubble, God help you, sir. <laughs> well, you guys have a great week. Make sure you be very positive and then experience love. Don't be afraid of it. You know, just try to be open to it and enjoy. Smile. Baby, don't hurt me.